Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Prepping Academy. I am Forrest, and we have... Why do you always throw it to me? Like, I don't know. Everyone knows. Like, it's like it's time for you to jump in at this point. Kyle. And Kyle. Forrest and Kyle, is it? Or do you want to do like the X-22? Hey, guys. No, no. Oh, we're done with the X-22. Yeah. Can't believe you brought that up. I know. I just. You've been so irritable the past 24 hours. I, I've been busy the last 24 hours. Yes. Like you would not believe. Yeah. I, I think your phone's gotten lit up a lot more than mine. I had people. I, after, I mean, just a ton of people coming to my house today, too. We're not gonna go in. Yeah, yeah. I, I sell roses. Roses. Yes. I don't sell anything actually. Actually, it's probably not. I think that's like code word for like. Is that code word for like prostitution or something? I hope not. I have no idea. I think I've, I think I've heard that before. Well, it is January seventh. It's one one day after January sixth. Yeah, it was a normal day yesterday. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy day, but you know, yeah. life goes on, and we're about prepping. Yeah, we're not we're not about politics or conspiracies. Well, you have been. I mean, but you're you're done with that. Yeah, conspiracies. Yeah. Uh, but today, what's the topic today? And, and any other big news you need to announce? Any other big news? Any closets you got going on? No. 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 I, I think I'm still straight. Okay. I think. <laughs> Anything else going on before we get into the actual topic? I mean. I kind of want to talk about what's happened, but I know that we're not. I don't have anything to say. I just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded and disappointed mm. by just, just, just everything on both sides that's transpired. And a lot of the information that people are still peddling out there, and I'm not going to say whether it's true or false. I have my opinions on it, but we all know opinions are like, and we all have them. You literally said you weren't going to talk about. I know. I, I, I'm. You, you literally said let's, that you're not going to talk. I'm know. like, you can't I, help yourself. See, I don't have. I, because if we don't say anything, people are going to be like, oh my God, they're not saying anything. Yeah. yeah. You know? hey, this is why we prepare. Yes. We can't control things. Some things, they're just out of our control. And I, I think that's why, like today when I was working on all this, I think it was, it was coming back to basics because. I'm not going to talk about Little Green Men. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who would. I, I do. I, 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 yeah, I know who someone. would. Okay. Um, but I, I, I think at this point, you just everyone just needs to realign their focus, get back to basics. Mm-hmm. And even for the people that have been doing this for years, like a decade or more, it's a good point in the year. 
go ahead and reassess, start taking inventory, think about what you've used, what you need to get, what you realized over the past year. Because this year was kind of like a trial run for us. 2020 was... It was a, it was a live test run. Yeah. I mean, real re- reality. And, and we do have spring coming. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's winter, it's cold. You might not be happy with what's going on in Washington, but you know what? That's things we don't, we can't control. We can control it by our vote, and we vote it, and and and. But you can't control that. So we need to always stay grounded on the things that we can control, and the things that we need for future preparations. Yes, hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. So that's why so, this show's never really been a very political, except when I bring people like you on, or Sam Copler on, you know or is, JJS. You know the funny thing is, is I really do temper it. Now. Like I, yeah. I, yeah. I monitor myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty bad. So whenever I was going through everything, we, we just kind of went back to the basics because I know you just put out your book. Yep. The, what was it? The preparedness roadmap. Yeah. I, I do like the book and, and we were talking about that and you know, I think whenever we originally started that concept of what we were doing, I mean, how many years ago was that? We were going like 30 days at a time. I think it was six years ago. And it's been a good while. So, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You're going through it. But now it's kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, here was this 30-day concept. And now you're still living in a pandemic. Right. You've survived, hopefully, 2020 with some semblance of sanity. Um, and now everything going on in the country, everything going on in the world, there's still a possibility of food shortages. Mm-hmm. Um we still have weather concerns. You know, there's a plethora of different things that can happen. And if we go into more lockdowns with the mm-hmm. food shortages, I know that other nations are halting imports and exports. And it's not conspiracy. It's just the reality of the situation we're in. Right. So that 30, 60, 90, 180 days now looks more like week one, week two, week right, three. Right, exactly. Week four. So we did start this. I think this was our second podcast. Yeah. Second or third podcast. We said, okay, let's just help people that are starting and go through like we were starting with the knowledge we have now, because mm-hmm. we would definitely do it different now with the knowledge we have than uh, we did. I will tell you right now, I would have bought so much toilet paper. I'm <laughs> no, and I tell people my biggest, one of my biggest mistakes starting out is everyone needs a water filter. And I bought a $389 water filter. No, it was a Canadine with the. Pump, oh, yeah, yeah. stainless steel, very nice, nice pouch, and every and that was a big mistake. It was not. It was now a nineteen dollar sorry water filter does the same thing. Yeah, and so the knowledge is awesome that we've learned, and so that's what we did six years ago. We started to talk about okay, if we were to do it different, this is how we and we went through literally six chapters of my book. Literally comes from just that. the podcast that we did. What would you say the biggest lesson you learned from 2020 with all the prep you've done over all the years, mm-hmm. all the lessons, everything? What was the biggest thing that you feel like you learned? From 2020? Yeah. I really have two. Yeah, go for it. And Here. I've shared this one of them with everyone. One is the um, the idea of governments, cities, townships, completely shutting down and not letting outside people in. There's communities in North Carolina, including the Outer Banks and some mountain cities, 
that literally put police roadblocks and would not let people in the counties because of the pandemic. Even if you had a house, let's say you owned a house in that city, they would look at your driver's license and go, nope, you live in Raleigh, North Carolina. That it has to be your primary house, and so if you had a bug out location, Good luck getting you couldn't. You literally couldn't drive there, yeah. and that really took me off guard because you know we both we consult with you know prepper groups. Mm-hmm. I have never in my life thought of that. Now I'm having to rethink some of the prepper group things about what you know. I'm not going to go there because there's yeah. some fishy things there. Because I mean, you got to have documentation that you live there. And so you can get past them lines. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is how much power the government truly has over a society through the press. So it, it really, I am amazed that the lies that came out and there's no, there was no, okay. They said, you don't, don't, there is no virus. There is a virus. Press wear the mask. Don't wear the mask. And the public, the press, the public has, they should be crucified. If you are a doctor, doctor, if your name is Dr. Fauci and you tell people there's no need to wear a mask. And then later on, you tell people to wear a mask. You need to be fired and shot. I'm just saying that you, that is your job to know. Let's let this, let's just be. Let this just be noted. For entertainment this is, only. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time Forrest has ever sounded more like the conspiracy theorist. I mean, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I was amazed how the government and the and the press worked together, and there's no um, repercussions of okay. bad decisions. I think I think summing that up is just how generally incompetent mm-hmm. everyone is. And let's be real. This wasn't a pandemic. I mean, in the in in the terms of all the pandemics in the past, this truly wasn't even a pandemic. It, it doesn't even come close to the death and and some of the things that happened in the past. Yeah, I, it was just a a bad case of flu. Yeah, I think if you look at the numbers for what they actually are, they they, they really have to do a lot of selling on these COVID deaths, um, underreporting of the flu. Mm-hmm. Saying that you know people who died in motorcycle accidents or car wrecks or suicides had COVID, and that was the reason. Right. I heard a standing joke out there that the reason what was it, the the Tennessee thing, the guy that blew himself up. They said he died of COVID. Oh, did they? I didn't know that. Well, he had COVID. Well, no, no, it was a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. There's I, there's a lot that's going to be learned, and there's going to be no. There's no, there's going to be no punishment, no, no, I mean, people are going to get away with just incompetence. Well, here's what you see, unfortunately, is you see people who are scared, who buy into the fear, and then they fear monger everyone else. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like, say, like whenever we first came on here, we reported about, you know, stuff that was being said, stuff that was coming out, and we reported on it. I'm talking about Karen. Flipping out on you in the supermarket and saying, where's your mask? And I mean, I always have mine on because, quite frankly, I don't want to deal with Karens. I've dealt right. with Karens all my life. I, I don't want to hear anything from Karen. Um, but those sort of people, they have this self-righteous, pseudo-intellectual idea that they just know everything. 
So therefore, they'll just get dogmatic and just start barking at you. And it's, yeah. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. Yes. So I haven't dealt with a Karen or seen a Karen at all, but I, I do respect others. And, and I think, I think it is respectful for, um, if, if people want you to wear a mask, I, I don't really have a problem wearing a mask. Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't. and I told you, I try to go all cool, tactical, Mm-hmm. Tactical, you get it? Tactical. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'll put sunglasses on because I want to drive people even further nuts. If I'm wearing a mask, I'll put I'll put a hat on. I'll put sunglasses and a mask on. You can't even see my face, and I want people to go be weirded out by that. I right. want people to freak out when they see me going. What is what? And that's weird. And that's exactly what I want them to feel. I want them to feel uncomfortable. Me wearing a mask. I actually want to wear. Uh... One of those ones like they used to do on that. A burka? No, 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 no. Yeah, that no, was no. <laughs> they did in the movie Jackass where they had like a mask that made you look like you're an old man. And so if you're like 80 oh, yeah. years old. Oh, yeah, I've got one of them. That would just be hysterical. Yeah. And then i just start coughing and just drop over. You're neat. Just, but, just to scare But everybody. this is what everyone should do. I tell you what. Wear a hat that comes down to your eyebrows. Like I'm wearing right now. Yeah. And wear a dark sunglasses. And take your mask all the way up to your sunglasses. Then you go shopping. And people are going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to look at you. They'll step away. And I that actually it kind of makes me feel empowered because <laughs> they're afraid of me. Or just wear like one of those really heavy, like, you know, rubber you know what? Uh, Halloween masks. You know, in North Carolina, it's against the law to wear a mask and carry a gun. No, they changed that. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they, that, that's been changed for a good while. How long? Like this year? Yeah. Okay, this year. No, 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 no. Like last year, it changed. I got email. I mean, updates. I mean, last year. Yeah, okay, yeah. last year. I mean, recently. Yeah. 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 But wear that and go shopping everywhere. And then maybe people go, wait a second. Mm-hmm. A new law, you can't wear sunglasses and a hat maybe, and maybe a mask. 2021, we should all just have Halloween all year long. I was going to get everybody to get the anonymous mask. No. Or the V for Vendetta. The Ven- v, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. V from yeah. Vendetta. Same mask. What is that? Uh, Guy Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes. And wear that, and it will freak people out. I'm not afraid of your COVID. I'm afraid of your mask. Are you going to kill me? I'm like, you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's see what happens. <laughs> see, I like that. Yeah. You know. you got a little crazy out of there. Yeah, a little crazy. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> Did you get scared a little bit? Not at all. No, okay. Because so, you asked me if I had my gun on too. No. Because what was I doing when you came? Oh, you were changing a tire. Hey, I can change a tire. My daughter's car had a flat tire, so I slapped on the I spare. Mm -hmm. Got that done. So now that you've taken 15 minutes to answer, <laughs> Don't I, ask. I'm going to go ahead and say two things. I would say number one is probably learning to be more adaptable, mm -hmm. working okay. kind of with what you have. It's um, like I got chickens this year, and I had to do a lot more Oh, with no, – no, no, no. no we don't, I, yes, I talked to my chickens when we were on the phone. He is in love with his chickens. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them are a real pain in my ass right now, but that's a whole other story. And whenever I start doing videos and stuff like that, that'll that'll probably that'll come out. People will get a good laugh. You have a relationship. Yes. Um, but using some of the just the materials I had laying around to kind of work around stuff with their chicken coop and mm -hmm. build extra infrastructure and things like that. And then also cooking with different ingredients, kind of going just like, you know, hey, I have two hundred pounds of bread flour or I have, you know, extra cake mix or this or that. Just kind of improvising, doing a little bit more of that sort of thing. Uh, the other thing, pandemics are boring. Oh my gosh. They are so boring. Like, I, and I know that's something we talked about years ago, yep. doing some of the prepper meetings. We said, you know, have late DVDs, have a DVD entertainment. player, some sort of entertainment, board games, all for the love of God. It is so Boring. And if you have a teenager, they will drive you insane. See, yes. I had an advantage there. You, you got rid of your teenager. No. I work from home in my bug out shelter here. And my business was thriving. So I was still working. So I it really didn't bother me as much as it did everyone else. Well, now my I, family was in the house looking for my guns. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I'm trying to crack the safe because they're like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, anything. So let me, we'll switch this back. Please don't take 15 minutes to answer this time. Okay. <laughs> why, why do you prepare? Oh, you know, my, my honest reason. And, We'll, we'll do two like, minutes or less. We'll do like Congress. Two minutes like, or less. I, I yield my minutes and to I, for an extra. I, I do it because I feel, now this isn't a religious podcast, but I feel that God requires me to be prepared for things that he says is going to happen in the future. And in the New Testament, it tells us there's going to be famine, famine earthquakes, plagues, plagues all yeah. this stuff. So I need to prepare because he tells me about it. I need to prepare for it. And it's smart. It's yeah. just smart. It's, it's like prudence. buying insurance. It's it's yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's it. I'm going to oh, stop right okay. there. Yeah, I didn't know I was going to get yelled at, you teacher. Build my, build my time back here. I got a ruler right here. We can. No, that's okay. Is that metal? No, no it's okay. Mm. No. I would probably say a lot of the same. And for me, it's, it's more like a personal conviction. Mm -hmm. So it's been that way for years, which is kind of. You see what's going on, and exponentially, you see where things are going to go. It's like if you're you know, driving down a road and you see a stop sign, what do you do? Go. 
uh, you, you come to a stop. Right. You, you look both ways, and then you proceed. And this is kind of like what we do with prepping. Is you're going along, you stop for a minute, you look both ways, mm-hmm. you look where you're going, and then you take off again. And it's just it's a matter of regularly analyzing your situation. And I think that if you know there's people that are listening now, and there's people who have been doing this for years and they've listened to us before, this is a time to kind of pause. With everything going on around you, find a little bit of a center calm and it's reassess. It's a great time to pause because um, no matter what political side you're on, things are going to change in America. So you need to stop and go, okay, what kind of changes are going to happen in America? What do I need to do today? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, part of that we've talked before, it's probably a good time to mention it before we get into kind of more of the meat and potatoes of of prepping for your first week, first two weeks, whatever it's going to take you to do this. But prep financially, um, we know like we're seeing again, stock market spiking, so-called good news coming out about, mm-hmm. you know, the government transitions, yada, yada. Um, cryptocurrencies back up, Bitcoin up to almost $40,000. Um, and we're into e-currency. We are. So I know we do Pi. Pi. So Pi right now has not been assessed, but... We do that. We do. Um, we have kind of built up our teams on there. Your team. How many people were you at? You were I'm at, at like seventy four. Okay, so you gained a few people. So I gained at, a little people. How many? What are you at? I'm at thirty eight. So you're gaining big time. So I'm, I'm but where we've been pushing you. So let me just tell everybody. It's Pi. P I. It's an app you can get on Android and Apple, and it you mine for for coins on your phone. It takes no resources, but you can sign up to be on a team. When you're on Kyle's team, you actually earn more. When you're on my team, me and you both earn more. And so and then it's and so we're just mining and I have I have 73. I could use I need I mean, just let's be honest. I need 27 more. Yeah, yeah, you do. You, you, you need so much more. <laughs> and if you sign up, it'll be in the show notes. Mine is Garvin. If you sign up and yours is mine's Kyle eight one two eight three. And then send them a birthday pet present. Yeah, absolutely. And someone did comment about that. They said they, they picked my team just because of the year I was born. Okay. Okay. So it'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, the link and everything. And I do know for people who are getting into crypto, and I know people have asked me about XRP, um, I always recommend this is not like really financial advice. I always recommend everyone do their own research. I feel very confident where I stand with XRP. Um, I don't have like my entire life savings in there, but I have a, a decent amount. Um, as those forests, and I, I would just say there are going to be transitions coming up over the next couple months. Um, I know Binance and Coinbase, and I think at least one or two other uh, crypto exchanges, mm-hmm. they're going to be delisting, but they're not going to be completely removing. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the sales of XRP in the US are going to freeze mm-hmm. just in the US. That's because the SEC yes. and there, is doing some research on it. And them. there's a lawsuit from the SEC against XRP, and there's XRP against the SEC, yeah. and then XRP holders against the SEC. It's just a bunch of... Once they get through it, I believe years. and you believe XRP will be the currency to own. Yeah. we we I just think that's going to be the currency to have. Yeah. I, I can't stand beside Bitcoin just for the sheer fact that the majority China. of the servers, yes, they're over in China, and we know they're below the three quarters dam, which... Yep was very poorly designed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also have the fact that energy cost, XRP is more efficient. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, whatchamacallit, it's more timely. Mm-hmm. Transactions wrap up Faster and cheaper. Seconds. And there was something else with it that I can't remember right now. Yeah. And there's a, I like XLM. Yeah, XLM. I, Stellar, I'm in that. I'm, so we're all, we're in different ones. Yeah. 
And you know, we probably should do a podcast on that sometime. Yeah, just talk about what we what we know just as far as crypto. Right. Then we can get sued by the SEC. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but this is for entertainment purposes only. Um, but so we 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 what we're saying about being in a currency is there's alternatives to to the stock market and to gold and silver. Yeah, and we both we both do gold and silver mm-hmm. as well. Yes. And so just keep that in mind because the goal for every prepper should be to be out of debt. Yes. First and foremost, um, I mean, obviously, you can't just pay off your mortgage overnight. You could just stop paying. Yeah, there's that. And you can just live in a tent, <laughs> in a tent city because those are popping up everywhere. Um, but ideally, if the dollar does crash, and I, I think if you know history, and if you were to look back at the Weimar Republic, you were to look at Venezuela, look at Zimbabwe, pretty much every nation across the globe, whenever they have a financial crash, hyperinflation, is going to occur eventually, and your dollar is going to be worth um, toilet paper. So mm-hmm. no need to buy toilet paper. Toilet paper would be money. worth more. And I think that's probably part of the illusion that I, I've always noticed. So everything's getting more and more expensive, but your money's about the same. But it's like the inflation's happening, but you just don't see it because you don't have to carry it around with physical dollars. It's interesting. Some things have been, we know food prices have been going up, but yet, Computer prices have been going down. Well, that's for a reason. We talked about that yeah. one night. We were mm-hmm. talking about flat screens. Yeah. Because even the Vizio CEO has come out and publicly said that the reason flat screens are now so cheap is because they can spy. Literally, they're taking your information and they're using it and selling it to third parties to see what you watch, what you're doing as far as your internet activity, and then they can kind of curtail what ads you're getting. So, I have no problem with that, do you? <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. Please watch me all day and night. I'll yeah. put a TV in my bathroom. Yes. Um, so I do have a, so there's a free webinar that's on our YouTube channel that's privacy and security. And I teach people about smart TVs and things like that. Yeah. But anyway, but so we, again, this came the six years ago. How do you start prepping? So we know why. We know, Kyle, why you like to prep and why you do it and why I like to prep. So, Kyle, now we've decided, okay, it's time for me and my family to start prepping. What's some of the first things I need to do? Finally got kicked over the head. 20, survived 2020. And woke. now you're, you go, yeah, woke. I'm a slap. <laughs> so one of the first things I would do is take inventory of what I have. I'm, I'm big about working on the core, not just for your physical body, but for your finances, for your overall preparedness. And you obviously have shelter. Hopefully you have shelter. And I doubt there's too many people in a tent city listening to us right now. Um, but your food and water, three days without food, mm-hmm. three weeks, or wait, no, three days without water, three three weeks without food. That's what I would say. Yeah, okay. Sorry. A lot of caffeine. It's in my book. It's, yeah, it's in my book. <laughs> um, but making sure you take inventory um, and then taking kind of organizing what you already have checking your expiration dates and tossing out things that absolutely don't need to be in there. Cause everyone has that. Everyone has expired sugars, flowers, canned goods, stuff like that. I would say this. And, and you said this earlier, I'm just repeating what you said earlier so I can get credit for it. Go for it. America before the pandemic mm-hmm. had three days worth of food. And I would say now that has been extended. Yeah, I, I would agree. That's, that's kind mm-hmm. of what I was thinking as well. Is you know, people, if you go to the grocery store right now, like I went to 
Walmart a week ago. And just walking in there, I noticed, you know, okay, well, it's kind of after the holiday, but they're still not really restocking. It's kind of still in that condition where it's a lot of stuff, a lot of basics are missing. And like, there's no flour. There's a little bit of sugar left over. There's very little canned foods. And what is canned is like, you know, cream of celery, which I can't imagine is delicious. I feel like I would have sold out first. Yeah. Um, but there, there are things like that that are just gone. But yeah, you see, you know, Pepsi products and Coke and all that sort of stuff. Junk food is still mm-hmm. plentiful. The people are buying good storable foods. That's kind of what you need to be keen in on in your local areas. Um, one of the other things that we've talked about before is people who live on the West Coast will typically not notice the same food shortages that we will notice here on the East Coast because of a lot of transit lines, mm. a lot of companies, with the exception of things that come in from New York, a lot of companies ship everything west to east, and there's usually two-week delays between those running trucks. And I know a lot of other you know, podcasters and YouTube channels have talked <clears> about <throat> the rising cost of trucks themselves because railroad shipping containers, not shipping because they're running, I think it's like $8,000 a container something like that. Um, so they're trying to run trucks instead. That price is going up. So therefore, food prices are going up from that. Um, we also have, and I know Ice Age Farmer reported on this, and absolutely love what he does. Um, he said for the first time ever in history, China has already begun buying up our coming springs soybean production. That's the first time anyone's ever done that, yeah, at, least, at least to our knowledge and from his knowledge. So that not not just ours, yeah. many countries. Yes, yes. Um, because and, and they need that for livestock, and 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 because they had a huge flooding, and their most fertile land yeah. was flooded for a month. Yeah, they couldn't even plant. And we don't know what's coming for mm-hmm. this next year. So I mean, it's anyone's game. Anything could happen, and I, I don't. You know, I don't want another derecho to happen or anything like that. But there seems to be weather patterns that have been more and more consistent. So we'll see how that works out. Um, is, is there anything else that you would add? No. So, you, I mean, just taking an inventory of where you are. I mean, some of the questions you can ask, how much food do I have? Uh, do I have any cash on hand? Do I have any, you know, what if an intruder comes into my house? I mean, just think about your safety and security. If you, if you can't go out of your house for 30 days, what what would you need? And if you had possible lived in a bad neighborhood, mm-hmm. what what tools would you need to protect? Or do you need more lights on the outside? There's a, I mean, there's just that's a snapshot. I, that's kind of what I get into. Okay. Here is, um, taking, after you take inventory of your food and water, mm-hmm kind of your basic storage right there, taking a look at what you need as far as medications. Is there anything that you need to go ahead and stock up on? We know in a pandemic, them? you need a lot more illegal drugs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently you do. Because, you know, overdoses are way up this year or last year. Um, but your, your basic toiletries, you know, mm-hmm. people who wear contacts, they need more contact solution. Mm-hmm. They need to check on expiration dates. Um, you need more toothpaste, toothbrushes you need to change out every couple months, every month, depending on who you ask. Um, and then one of the things I put in here, too, was checking your, your fuel storage, not just for your car, but checking, you know, hey, do I have batteries? Do I have lamp oil? Do I have, you know, propane for heat? Stuff like that. Going through and seeing what you actually need. And then what you were saying, again, is securing the house. And what are some ways you do that? I have a lot of lights and a lot of cameras. 
That makes you sound extra creepy. I, I just, I watch what I have. I mean, I don't have a lot here because, you know, most of my stuff's at the retreat, but, mm -hmm. but what I, I have a family here. That's my, that's the most important thing I have, my kids. Mm -hmm. And so is being the, you know, the protector. The alpha male. Yeah. I have to, it's my job to make sure this, this household, my woods, my acre of woods, couple, several acres of woods is protected and I control it at all times. Yeah. One of the things I put down, I'm, I'm just going to go through a couple of days and you'll, you can probably add into this. Um, I say everyone should walk their home. One of the first things I recommend is think about it is how would I break into this house if I needed to? And that could be someone looking for food, you know, water, shelter, whatever it be. Um, removing heavy items from around the house. You know, if you have, Huge bricks out there that are kind of just lying in your garden, oh. something like that. Something that could easily be picked things up. Things that show up at a at a protest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> things things that would show up there, you know. Go ahead go ahead and redo your landscaping mm -hmm. and go ahead and delete those items from there. Um, one of the other ones that we commonly say and we've talked about in our meetings is going ahead and inspecting the little screws inside your hinges. Mm. Um, taking the three, yep. put the three inch anchoring screws in there instead and do that in the hinges as well as in the latch mm -hmm. to help from preventing any break-ins. I actually want really overboard. Um, I'm not going to say I want really overboard. You bet two by sixes that slide yeah. down on the inside. No, but this year I did go by whenever all this kind of started to happen because let, let, let's be honest, a lot of this was kind of like, hey, here's more money. Let's throw money at everything, every little problem. Because mm -hmm. if there was not the unemployment extensions, the stimulus, the extra unemployment, things would have gotten a lot worse, a lot faster. If they would have locked things down more, reduced production even further, things would have gotten a lot worse. So I went out and I got half inch plywood and I actually fastened uh, galvanized steel fencing on one side. I would recommend probably- Oh, for your windows. For my windows. I, I do remember so you did that. go by Lowe's, go by Home Depot. Wood is actually available again, mm -hmm. apparently, so. I know back whenever I was looking, it was roaring out really fast. Um, but the reason I did that was I put that steel fencing on there and fastened everything to the plywood. And I put everything on the inside while well, I put it on there. I'm not insane. But if something happens where there are riots or are protests, I will put it on the inside because if someone tries to break in, they're going to have to break through glass first. Then they're going to be putting their weight into the wood which they have no idea is fastened and secured to the entire frame of that window with galvanized steel. Hmm. Yes. So you do live in the city. Not, not, not in, in the city, but I'm, I'm not far. I'm, I'm, you've got thousands of people. One of the things I recommend, I don't have there's that a Walmart too close for my comfort. Okay. Put it that way. They, they built that years later, but I will say that, you should look, and it's, and it's not pointing at anyone, but you should look at demographics for crime and stuff like that in your local area. Those are all easily accessible online. Uh, and kind of see where there are pockets of crime at. And my area is actually, like, my area is green. It's good. But it's surrounded by some areas that are yellow and red, and those areas tend to travel. So, you know. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's wise and it's prudent. Yeah, and I agree with that. And in my area, I don't I don't feel that I'm worried at all about lo looting and rioting where I live. That's a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But I, I, I wouldn't worry they about They would have to take crowds. a bus to bring. Worry. Yeah, and I, I'm not so worried about crowds mm-hmm. in, in your area, but individuals within your your neighborhood. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it would probably be more of a problem. I do have the ditch in the back, too. I can, yes, you have a large ditch. I can crawl in and just. Makes me wonder why you dug that back there. Oh, and I don't know if you do this. Do you designate a safe room or a storage room? Yes, we do have one. Yeah. That's one of the things I recommend, especially if someone has a basement, because you can kind of use that almost like a root cellar for food storage mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but designate an area. Put your stuff in there. And if there's ways to hide it, I mean, if you have like a fake bookcase or something like that, or you make a fake wall, by all means, I think that's that's intelligent to do. The way my house is kind of built, we have a safe room for someone trying to break in. Mm-hmm. And we have a different safe room if there's a tornado, though. That's the bathtub. The way it's, a, it's the middle of the house bathroom. But we're not going to run there and yeah. someone's breaking in. I don't think you have to worry about a tornado. Right yeah. I don't think I have to worry about it. Someone breaks in, I'll have my AR on them faster and they can pee in their pants. Uh, it depends on their prostate. <laughs> <laughs> if it's you, it might be like Now we're going to go to a commercial. I don't even know who does prostate. <laughs> All right. So one of the next things I put on here is uh, kind of determining what you can actually afford in the moment. And Obviously, that's probably the biggest contributing factor for most people right now. It's all money. Yeah. Um, because And skill, there's skills, but I know, a lot I know, of money in the beginning. I know we've spent lots. Tens of dollars. Tens. Tens. Um, but kind of determining what you can do at the time, what you're willing to do, and making kind of like a timeline. So, you know, if you were just starting out today, you say, hey, I think that there might be some political upheaval or I'm worried about tornado season or I'm worried about aliens. I don't, I don't care what you're worried about, but figure, do I want 30 days? Do I want 60 days? Right. Six months. But six you know, years. that is not a big expense. Taking your pantry and doubling it. Doing basic stuff. Over a not, week or two were, weeks or three weeks. It's not. But a lot of people are going to make the mistake. And I know that, I know that you sell this. And, and it's not a knock because nutritional value wise mm-hmm. I, I believe in free dry food hands down it's, mm-hmm. it's the best way to go but a lot of people aren't going to go out and spend two thousand dollars on legacy or, or patriot else, yeah. mountain house whatever but i'm just saying when you go to the grocery store and you buy mustard you buy two of them and you buy two things of cereal and you build your pantry you yeah. double your pantry and one of the ways i recommend doing that and, and looking back for it for me i've kind of reorganized my my pantry to almost look like a like a grocery store. Mm-hmm. You can you've seen my shelves. So I literally go through there and I have condiments in one area, <clears> I have <throat> baking goods in one area, proteins in another area. Gold and silver and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine millimeter and forty five. Yeah. Um but then and, and this is kind of where you're gonna take And you rotate it and you just yes, you, absolutely I look at everything on the dates, push all my you know newer stuff to the back, older stuff to the front. I, I got a suggestion. Back. If you have plywood, like my shelves are plywood, mm-hmm. if you go in there and and put paper down, some kind of lining on it, because here's the here's the mistake everyone makes. They get into this, and I if you what do I have more of anything that you've probably seen at anyone's house? Have you, did you stick my shelf out there? I I don't snoop on people. But. Macaroni and cheese, and it's not the good macaroni and cheese. My kids don't like the good macaroni and cheese. They like the Walmart mac and cheese. Okay, so I have. 70, 80 boxes. 
But what you do on that liner you put down, mm -hmm. go ahead and draw lines where your boxes are. Because what you will tend to do is use it and use it and use it and use it. And you push them up and you're actually depleting what you first thought was how much you really need it. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, and then finally get so far down. Oh, I need to get some more mac and cheese. See, what I thought you were going to say is you draw it out where each box is. And when what is missing, then you know to like cut someone's hand off. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you, you do need a system. You need to go, okay, my family, we need 90 boxes of mac and cheese at all the time. Mm -hmm. So as we use over the next week, we use, let's say six boxes. Yeah. Next time I go, I need to buy six more boxes and they go in the back. Well, I think what a lot of people don't realize is how much they actually consume because mm -hmm. we're so used to, we're not an agrarian society anymore. We've talked about that before where we used to be 80% farms and mm -hmm. now we're 8%, something like that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, but people don't think, okay, well, if everything shuts down and I need to cook every meal, mm -hmm. if I need to have a 1,200 to 2,000 calorie intake, and during the winter, it's typically going to be higher for people who are living up north. Um, just because your body's spending so many of those calories just generating heat. Some communities alive. had that. They couldn't go to restaurants. They were shut down. Yeah. Then, I mean, unfortunately, some of my favorite restaurants shut down. But that's a whole other story. Um, but just knowing what you're actually going to go through, because I think a lot of people, I'm not saying that they were desperate for food, but I'm saying, like, they need to go back out and replenish their stuff because mm -hmm. they realize very quickly, like, oh, that, that goes pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Like that 50 pound bag of sugar. Well, over the past, you know, nine months, we've made a lot of sweet tea. And I thought that was going to last me a year. Right. When it lasted me six months, something like that. Yep. Um, but this is kind of like one of the really big points. We talked a lot early on, right? and we probably have it in there for the first 60 days, is a family plan. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say a family plan is really important, but there needs to be more. And this is probably my weakest spot. Is communication. Yes. And I think that even though you're really, really good at it and you have your ham license and all that and your special Dakota ring and yeah. <laughs> I I think that uh, That was from tricks. That was from tricks, yeah. I think that um we don't communicate that way. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of it's that's because you don't have communications. Well I have communications, but like I don't I don't know them. Okay. So I need like to help you with that. Yes. Okay. So I have, even in in the build, room we're in now, I have a means to communicate. With the with, ISS. With, with the, <laughs> I, I can. I really can communicate with the ISS, anyone around the world pretty much, and anyone locally. I can really communicate through my HF or my VHF, UHF rip. I can communicate with anyone that, that – as long as the conditions are right, especially for HF, it's kind of it's we're in a solar minimum, which really destroys voice communication. Um, but but then there's digital. But um, so I have all that and it's and it's good to go. And I practice with it. And but then I even I showed you the Balfang radios were eighteen dollars. Yeah, they're, they're definitely kind of an all time low. But I think that's, that's one of the biggest things I would say is for where we're at, I would say. Back when we started doing this, you have mm -hmm. more time to kind of figure things out and play sure. around with it. But now you're kind of at the point where it's like, okay, if cell phone towers get overwhelmed or if they go down, your Balfangs and other variants of hammering mm -hmm. will still work. 
assuming, you know, it's not like a solar flare or EMP or something right. like that, which I store all my stuff in Faraday bags, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend people getting for storing uh, sensitive items, USB items for financial records. But for a beginner, I mean, you need go buy a couple Belfang radios. You won't know how to use them. That's okay, but you can listen to the weather. You can maybe listen to other people talk. You can re- you can listen to a lot of fire departments and, and police departments. Depends on what what their technology they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just one piece of the puzzle that you need to get communications. And you're weak on that. And we'll, I'm going to help you with that. And we need to test. One of the things that we're going to do is a you know group in Charlotte is we're going to put up our own repeater here. So we're asking someone to donate some equipment to us, but we want our own repeater. Literally, it's not up until we need it. Yeah. And then we pop it up because I I have access to a large structure near me. (laughs) And um, it'll be throwing things up in your tree. I'm tired of climbing up. It's not a tree, but it's a and I have access to it that I can put a repeater on there. Literally, I can get it up and running within 30 minutes. So. Um, but anyway, but so communications, you got to have a way of communicating. So here's what I, 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 I literally try to scare people to death on this. Mm-hmm. If the power goes out or the cell phone towers go out, cause we know all these infrastructures have been hacked. Yeah. They've told us they have the keys to our infrastructure right now. That's pretty much come yeah, out especially for the past two weeks. Ta- yes. It's come out in the, in the, if they were hacked, if you have your son or your family member, or your brother or husband, if they're more than 300 miles from you, when that event happens, you will not talk to them again. Essentially. Because you won't be able to call them. You don't know how to use a ham radio. They're not going to know how to use a ham radio. And if the roads shut down and there's no more gas to pump gas, they're going to have to literally walk to come see you. Possibly. And let me throw you another hypothetical. Even if it's grid still up, grid's working fine. What happens if suddenly there is an executive order saying if you do not have the Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca vaccine, hey, you're done traveling. Wherever you are, Mm -hmm. you're staying put. Mm -hmm. But what happens if you're halfway across the country and, hey, guess what? That could happen. Yeah, it it totally could. So it's important to have Mm -hmm. some form of communication as an auxiliary. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the other things I put in here, and, and this is always probably the biggest question, Everyone goes to bug in or bug out. And I think early on when this happened, I can remember you kind of like, dude, we're getting ready to go. I think we're just, we're, we're, we're getting our stuff together. I think we're just going to go ahead and head up to the mountains. Kind of seeing what all was going on. I'm kind of still here. Miami, like, Florida is where yeah, my retreat is. Going to Florida. Yeah. But I think there was a lot of people who were like, this is it. This is it. I got, I got a text uh, from, from a family member yesterday who were like, it's time to bug out. I'm like, um, no, mm. no, for what? From what? Where are you going? Um, but kind of deciding what are your parameters for actually doing that? And is, is it an event that's localized? Like I know locally here we have some railroad tracks. They transport some volatile materials. Mm-hmm. We talked about that before. If something locally happens, you might need to evacuate just a 10-mile radius. Three nuclear plants within 60 miles. Yes, do you have nuclear plants? Um, do you have jails? Do you have military facilities? Mm-hmm. Things of that nature are kind of deciding factors. Like if I live right next to, you know, Fort Benning and there was a, you know, impending attack from whoever, 
They can I miss. I probably don't want. Yeah, I probably don't want to be right there. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and move. Yes. Um, so really being aware of that, and then again, kind of looking at those, and I hate to say this, but looking at demographics, looking at median incomes in your area, kind of tells you a lot about who could afford to actually prep and who couldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you live in those, we'll say red zones, that's probably a good indication that you don't want to be there whenever something goes down. And and you guys, if you, I know you, those that have listened to us before have heard me say this. My last house that I lived in, the community, I was the homeowner president. Mm-hmm. And I bought a map. We had 123 homes. And I bought a map. And I invited everyone in our community to friend me on Facebook. And every communication I had with them, I said, I put my Facebook, friend me on Facebook. And I mapped on the map all my neighbors, all their information. I even knew when couples were fighting. Yeah, I knew the guns, the school, when, cycle. when when they were going on vacation. I didn't. <laughs> it's amazing what people are willing to share for free. Yeah, and what right. information you can get out of. So map out your community mm-hmm. of, of, of I won't say friend and foe, but people that have resources that could be a good friend that you could partner with, and those that you you know you kind of want to stay away from. And then also thinking, we've, we've kind of talked about this. We, we actually did this once where we played that. Um, what was the name of the game, the card game? Conflicted. Conflicted. So yes. we, we did that and kind of figuring out who your friends and family are. Mm-hmm. If you were going to, quote unquote, bug out, um, who's kind of a like mindset? Are they actually prepared to take you in? Uh, even if they're prepared, you know, we'll say mentally, emotionally to tolerate you. Do they actually have the food and the resources? Are they, are they actually a prepper? Um, what do you need to bring? And one of the biggest things I recommend too is if you get into this and you, you're, you have all this bulk food, and I will say this is definitely my strength over yours. I know um, you don't have any strengths over me. I do. What do you think my, it is? My level of organization. Oh, is yeah. As the kids would say, it's on fleek. Yeah, I remember once you go. Don't you have a label maker? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a little bit of a. I'm like no little little, little OCD. I don't think it was in my rock climbing box. Maybe because I have you know a bunch of boxes. Yeah, and I have rope gear. I mean the the seed the I mean all the gear for rock climbing. I have everything has a place. And, and you and you're like, I'm, don't you have like a label maker you can put on the on your? And these are like they're totes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not boxes. Yeah. I have a bunch of those too, and they have different like you know one has like color code and, and yeah, there's there's a system. <laughs> so I I'm a big proponent of just being organized. So mm-hmm. if anything does happen, it's easily accessible. You're not running into five different rooms trying to grab everything. So I you, you know starting mm-hmm. out, you have a little safe room, you have a little designated area, put everything in there, and know what you have, have a good inventory. Um, but most of what we're talking about, just getting started with prepping, is, is very simple stuff. Just really assessing where you're at today and then i would say if you were to double your pantry i'm gonna say do it 10 times whatever you can afford on food i I would say even going deeper now than you would have and i would say too and you brought this up earlier um so in my book i i go through like every 60 days what you need to do Mm -hmm. I think it's been accelerated. And so when we say double your pantry, 
don't take a month and a half to do that. You need to do that today, today because there could be another lockdown as soon at the January 20th, as soon as Biden gets in. Yeah. We, I mean, he could shut every restaurant down. He could shut, I mean, the grocery stores, you have to go by alphabetical order. I mean, there's a ton of things that could happen. Yeah. And again, it's not, it's not conspiracy. It's looking at historically things that have happened and things, things he said. Yeah, precisely. Things that are being said. It's just, it's a matter of just being prudent. So maybe we should just recall, re rename prepping prudence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being smart. Yes. Um, but one of the things I would say, and you, you can disagree, and I know a lot of people will, will say, build your bug out bag. And that's like the crux of, of prepping. And everyone just jumps on that first thing. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that down just one notch, because if you're going out and you're, you're doing your pantry, I'm going to say don't build your three-day bag. I'm going to say build your 24-hour bag. Just your every day, leave it in the car. Have it somewhere, you know, in your bedroom closet, etc. Just, just ready to go. Um, I compiled a list of things that I keep in mind, and it's not, it is not a huge bag. It's, it's probably about the size of a laptop bag. And I just, I leave that in there. Do you, do you, you leave anything? You mean you call that your everyday bag? Or I call, you... I call that my twenty-four hour. That's my because I got to get home bag. bag, and I got a bug out. I bag. would call it my. You, I don't know if you remember, whenever we did our classes, I layer mine. So yeah, I you do. Essentially yeah. 24 and then 48. I slap those two mm -hmm. together to make 68 hours. Yes, I do remember that's that. How that works. Mine kind of works like that, too. Yeah. That's good math. Yeah, that's that was funny. Right. Um, so I have a, a, a bag. If I, if I go to a conference or if I go to uh, – I'll take a bag with me pretty much all the time. So things I put in there, um, just to kind of go through a little bit of the list, I mean, one of the biggest things is just I put in a water filter. I use Sawyer. Um, I've used those for years. I'm confident in them. Um, I do keep some eye protection. I keep Now I put in a face mask just because, God forbid, I lose one and Karen assaults me while I'm out or some sort of you know emergency. Wouldn't that be a, the saddest news ever? Kyle, Kyle gets killed by, killed Karen. by Karen. Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> Um, first aid items. So like I have a couple of tourniquets in there, medical shears. I have a chest seal, trauma pads, Israeli bandage, um, iodine tablets. And I know do you carry iodine tablets with you. Uh, yes. I do. In case of a nuclear emergency. Because, you know, unlike other nations. I have a whole bottle I carry in my, yeah. my bug out bag. Yeah. Unlike other nations that supply their citizens with, you know, iodine tablets, ours does not. So they just expect you to grow a third eyeball. Wait, are you saying the government should take care of us? No, no, I'm saying if they build something and they use our tax money or even if they don't use our tax money they and they just allow it to exist in our presence and, you know, there's a whole thing there. I'm not going to get into it. Anyways, um, earplugs. So in case I need to, you know, use a weapon. In case I need to sleep. Yes. Because I hear everything. You know, flashlight, bump keys. Uh, I mean, I, my bump keys have actually come in handy before. So, you know, locking myself out of the car or something like that. Did you have a whole list? I, I, did, See, I, I didn't know that you were going to do all this note taking yeah. it beforehand. That's impressive, isn't it? I, I've never, well, I've only seen this a couple of times. Yeah. I thought we were going to freestyle this. I mean, I, I want to have some sort of guidance because if I let you just go off, you'll start talking about. Dude, I have a book with all that stuff in oh. it right here. It can be Dude. bought on Amazon. Did I say that? Did, did you want to talk a little bit about your book? No, uh-uh. Yeah. This is um, not about my book yeah. called The Preparedness Roadmap by Forrest Gardner. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. 
Not at all. No. It's available for how much on Amazon? I have no idea. Actually, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, if you're just getting started, those are kind of the the basics laying the groundwork for your preparedness. And if you have been prepared, if you're one of the city leaders with, you know, PrepperNet, whatever, it's still kind of good to go back and reassess what you have. Um, think about the gaps that you have in there, what you've learned over the past year. Mm-hmm. And, and just make sure you have a good inventory of things. Because even I sit there sometimes with everything I've gotten over the years, I'm like, holy crap, I forgot I had this. And mm-hmm. well, I can take that on my Amazon card. I will say this. One of the biggest mistakes that preppers make, and I am guilty of this myself, is it's doom and gloom. I'm going to spend all my money and get my family prepared. And I'm not going to worry about my savings. I'm not going to worry about my 10 years from now or my retirement. I'm going to just spend all my money right now. Because the end's going to come, and I don't want any money in the bank. And I and that's I mean I've thought that way, mm-hmm. but we actually not only do we have to prepare for next month, the month after, six months. But you I mean you got you got a son, he's going to get married. I've got kids, they're going to get married. We got to have money in the future, so not in we got to invest our money wisely as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, what's it, fifty dollars a month? I forgot. There's a there's a term that fifty dollars a month and um, adds up. It just it adds up. Yeah, into savings because we've got to save money. Yeah. My daughter's going to get married, and oh my gosh, I'm hoping she'll elope. <laughs> <laughs> not for least, ten, not for ten years. Get, like a cow and a couple of goats out of the yeah, deal. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in my son, I know. I mean. My, you know, my son's dating a girl and I don't know, but I've got to have money for things. And you don't know when your car is going to break down. So or don't, your tire's gonna go oh, my, we got a t- flat tire. So you've got to have a savings too. Yeah. So don't go out and spend. And I would recommend right now, this is, can I do an asterisk right now? A what? An asterisk. Yeah, go for it. I would recommend, and don't ask me why, just, just, I would recommend it's a good time to buy probably an AR-15 and some high-capacity mags. You know, what do you say about that? I say if you can find it, if you haven't already, which I'm just going to say, I know that this was like a record-breaking year for firearm sales. I think if if you have, oh gosh, I don't want to put this. Don't be a gum crapper. If no, you have no. five ARs, for the love of God, Find one a good home and and sell it off at a fair price. Um, I think there's some people out there who have gotten so into the ideology that we've heard about, and I, and, I, and I'm not trying to be critical of people, but we've heard about from the left, um, especially over the past 24 hours. That we know that there are those people that are a little bit too gung ho, talking a little bit too much about little green men and stuff like that. Reel it back in because we still do have the Constitution. And, and now that the left's acknowledging it, that we have a Constitution, it would be lovely if we could all kind of come together and find a um, kind of a middle ground and bipartisanship, even though that probably is not what will happen. But we still have to have we, being those of us who are prudent and actually have the intelligence here, we actually have to be 
well-spoken. We have to show restraint. And when other nations, other people look at us, there has to be no shadow of doubt that we were in the right with whatever happens. I mean, it's like if someone breaks into your home, Mm -hmm. you do not want there to be any doubt that you were in the right to shoot the intruder. Right. Okay. And it's, it's kind of the same thing for what's going on today. Like, be responsible with what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Do it for the right reasons. Because, right. dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, I'm sure you've come across prepper forums where you get people that are just absolutely insane. And, I, and I've come across that as well, where it's just like, I, and I, I've heard even people at different meetings where it's like, hey, uh, you know, I just need guns because I don't need food. I'm just going to take care of I'm just going to take yours. And it's so, to other preppers. That's one thing that prepper people do. They pick a subject and they're all in. Community comms, yeah. guns, gardening. Oh, gardening's all I need. What? And lo- and a lot of homesteaders do that. They're like, I got my. Yeah. And see, these people that says, "Hey, I've got a farm. I'm going to live off that." I'm like, what? You know that your tomorrow supermarket. Yeah. They're going to come to, and then they're going to rape your cows and, <laughs> and horses and eat them, yeah. <laughs> and you won't be able to stop. Four hundred people coming for the meat. Yeah, it's. And it, it takes that sort of diversity of thought and then also of community. You, you need to be a master of many skills. Yes. And if you're not, that's where, and we're not going to talk about groups, but that's where groups come in. Yeah, that's probably something we're going to start talking about next week. I know I want to go over kind of your everyday bug out bag, your mm-hmm. stereotypical 72-hour bag. And I get some stupid questions sometimes like, why is it just 72 hours? People are like, okay, now nuts. Can you carry like four weeks of food on your back? Right. You know, like, okay. So, and we could talk about caches in that as well. Caches as well. Um, so we're going to go through all the basics. This is welcome to Prepping University. I thought it was Academy. Oh. Did you change the name? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Prepping <laughs> Academy. And so we're going to go through it all. So we do have a website. You can send us questions and you can do a contact. And, you know, some, you know, one of these coming up, we're going to do nothing but questions. We're going to take your questions and we're going to, I'm going to ask Kyle and he's going to give really weird answers and then I'll, you know, but, um, but yeah, so we're going to go through the basics, the Eight basics, mail. everything. When the NFL, the players come back from, you know, well, I just don't use NFL because I, I don't watch NFL anymore, by the way. When the college football, they come back, you know. They go through all the basics, the basics, the basics, the basics. Because if you can't do some basic fundamental things, you won't be able to do the advanced things. Or let's say you go from start at prepping and you go straight into comms and you get so tied up in the comms because they all geek out. And then all of a sudden something happens. You have no food. You have no protection. You don't know how to grow a garden. You don't know anything. Yeah. And skills are hands down the most important thing. skills so what we need to use this next week not this week but the, what we need to use next week is this um the guy that wrote the firefox series said the more you have in your head the less you need on your back and that's true the more skills you have the less tools and things you need to carry with you true <laughs> yeah. But we won't say that this week. We'll save yeah, that for next so week. So you're going to cut this out? And edit yeah. Out. No. So okay. we'll save that for the bug out bags. Yeah. So do you have, I mean, I feel like that was pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good start. So the thing is you got to get started. And I think everyone's already, everyone's a toilet paper prepper already. It's called a TP prepper. Yeah. 
people are going to starve enough, but they're going to have toilet paper. Yeah. And so some of the things, I mean, how, okay. If I told you, if I told you right now on February 1st, the United States will go into a lockdown for two months. Would that change your actions? It depends. Do you put it on Twitter or? Yeah. No, I mean, let's say the president says we're going to lock down for 60 days while everyone gets vaccinated. I mean, that would change everyone's action right now. Yeah. And so the question is, do you think that's a possibility? If it is, you need to go ahead and do that yeah, immediately. I think this is kind of what we would say is um, kind of like our final hurrah. This is the final warning. Final right. countdown. Yes, final countdown. Didn't you want to use that song as yes. the intro? No, yeah. You didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. Seventies, baby. Seven, sixties. Some. Some. Seven. So that's that's pretty much all I got okay. for this week. So you guys can find us on preppingacademy.com. Hey, what are they supposed to do when they listen? They're supposed to give us a five star rating, right? Yes. And they're supposed to give us the most incredible review. And if you don't, if you can't write an incredible review, don't write one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you can't do. I mean, if it's not a five star incredible review, we really don't. You well, know, actually, even more important than that, share us with other people. Yes, because at the end of the day, Forrest and I do this because, despite how much I say I hate people, we you actually care. we we do care. It's I just, care a lot more than you do. That's obvious. I I hide it. Oh, and and when you share it, no we make it. so much more money. What? When we when people share it, we make so much more money. Oh, you don't get paid. No, what? <laughs> what? You didn't hear what I said. Though. I said you're talking about carrying. I said I. I said you can't see the tears if you cry in the rain. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and then I made a joke about us making money. We don't do this for money. Yeah, no, we we do this because ultimately, the more of you that actually get prepared and have food and have things to defend yourself, it's. Uh, Less weight on our shoulders whenever. And I don't have know. to feed your butt. Yeah. You go to my house. Take care of yourself. Be self-sufficient. Yes. That's, that's what everyone wants. Don't don't be a lemmy. Yep. So preppingacademy.com. Also, if you want to get involved in a group and in your area and meet like-minded people, you can go to preppernet.com um, and sign up. We're also on MeWe as well. So if, hey, if you want to send Kyle a question or a, com or a comment, you can comment because what was that one guy comment? The guy, who's Kyle? Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Hey, there's ways you can guys can get in touch with it. And we always reply. At least Kyle does. Yeah, you don't. Somehow. Well, I am, You're busy. I am You're really, busy. really busy here recently. I got so much stuff to do. But anyway, preppingacademy.com, five-star Share it, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.